This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the aforementioned Zen Sports Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. Zensports.com for more information. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team have you covered. Get your constitutional rights protected by the best in the business at AmandaJGentry.com. And TrueMath Fitness, TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, a new way to work out for the best version of you. New Year's resolutions, many of you trying to get in the gym, that's fine. There's no better gym, no better workout experience for you to experience than TrueMathFitness.com. So as we look at everything that's going on with the Titans, right? They are they're in a really, really bad spot. They have five wins. It's honestly pretty wild that they have five wins, given just how much they don't look like a professional football team out there. And it's all manner of reasons, right? And it's the same stuff, talking about it over and over and over again, mind-numbing type of stuff, to the point where I I just, yeah, I was talking about this with Jim Wyatt on the sidelines of the uh, of the Texans game, pregame. We were down on the field at NRG Stadium. We were getting ready uh, for the game. And, you know, I don't think any of us thought that the Titans were going to go into Houston and beat the Texans with C.J. Stroud. I don't know. That the uh, I don't know that the that any of us expected for them to get their asses kicked that summarily, the way that they did. Randy Howard says it's not the Titans, Buck. It's the team of which we do not speak. Yeah, I made that joke today on the radio show, uh, j- joking about the idea of I don't think I'm going to call them by their actual names until such time as they earn it back. I'm just going to refer to them as the local professional football team for the foreseeable future. They have to earn back the name Tennessee Titans because this team is hard, unrecognizable as far as the Tennessee Titans go. So talking to Jim Wyatt about it on the sidelines, of course, the GOAT, Jimmy Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com. And I was was getting into it with Jimmy about not getting into it, but just kind of going back and forth on, well, this is the first really, really bad season that I've covered. I was here for Marcus Mariota's rookie year. That was my first year living in Tennessee. I was working in sports media, but I was, I was, you know, working part-time, uh, overnights at 1025, I, you know, for 10 bucks an hour. I wasn't anybody of consequence, nor was I covering the Tennessee Titans yet. So there was, it was not, I, I could avoid them, right? I didn't have to care about them at three and 13 in Marcus Mariota's rookie season, other than I knew that the coach was going to get fired and that this would be an opportunity for me to start covering an NFL team in Mike Malarkey's first full-time season. And that's what ended up happening. So I, I have never, until last season, I'd never covered a losing season. And even then, they started 7-3, and three, so it didn't feel quite as bad as this, right? They were in it until week 18. They had the opportunity against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, you know, whether you want to blame the officiating, whether you want to blame them, they squandered it, and the AFC South went to the Jags. Um, so now, this is truly the worst season that I've covered. And I'm not going to say 
that uh, I'm not going to say that, you know, this is worse than two and 14. I wasn't here for two and 14. And of course, five wins is better than two wins, even if the results end up being uh, the exact same. And I'm looking around at this thing with Wyatt and saying, you know, I, I don't, we have the greatest jobs in the world, truly. Like those of us who have been doing it long enough that we can make like an actual living and, you know, that I could afford to buy a house and live very comfortably and all these things. Uh, doing the job now, as opposed to, you know, when, when anybody starts out in their first gig, right? You're, you're just trying to make ends meet. You may do an odd job on the side here or there to try and make it work until you do. But when you finally get to that point, especially in sports media, you know, this is the best job in the world that I get to sit down here, talk about sports uh, for 45 minutes, that this is an, a, a studio that's built in my office in my home. That's so easy that I just walk down the hallway at the end of the night after my day, sit down here and hang out with you guys for a half hour to 45 minutes that I get to talk about them on the radio show that I have a radio show to talk about them on that I get to fly all around the country and now internationally covering the, covering the NFL. It's the greatest gig in the world, but <laughs> I was talking a while about, yeah, I, it's tough. It's tough for me to have the greatest gig in the world and also wish a season away because the, the games are the whole reason that we do this. Just like the players, like the games are the, are the thing that matter at the crux of this, after uh, after you know you go through the, the rest of the year with with the business side of football, and that stuff's fun too, and the draft and the combine, and all these different things. But I I look at I looked at the seasons. God, <laughs> just the I you just it just feels like they need to be put down at the end of it. They feel like a sick animal that's been you know that's life has been prolonged far longer than it absolutely should have, and that. I don't want to wish a season away, but God bless this season needs to end. And I, you know, I was joking with Jimmy about that and why it was kind of giving me his perspective. Cause obviously he covered, he's covered the Tennessee Titans and losing seasons, both working for the team and working for the Tennessean. Um, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to ever get to the point where I'm wishing away football games because the football games are obviously the whole reason that we do this thing. But this, I mean, it's the exact same questions. In the postgame, it's the exact same results. The offensive line is hideous. The quarterbacks can't stay upright. They can't get anything going in the run game. And now the injuries are are such that, you know, the, the defense is unrecognizable as far as players who you think play for the Tennessee Titans. Most of those dudes are on injured reserve or, or missing time or whatever the case may be. So your Two Rivers Ford take, there's a question asked of Mike Vrabel today. All that was a long way for me to get to my point about Mike Vrabel's I'll call it a blow up because I do, you know, Mike doesn't, Mike doesn't usually, you got to really piss him off to get him to drop an F-bomb at a press conference. And that, I think that's the first time that it's happened. So your two rivers Ford take is this fair or foul asking Mike Vrabel why it's important to win a game on Sunday. I'm going to explain this in more detail here in just a second, right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is presented by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. Unlike your football team, they will never let you down. They have been keeping Tennesseans happy as far as the car buying experience goes for 40 years. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service is what they offer to you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, fair or foul, asking Mike Vrabel why it's important for the Titans to win on Sunday. Now, I'm going to play this exchange for you here in just a little bit, and we'll get into the context of, of you know, how it came to be. Again, I 
I thought it was a silly question. It's not an indictment of Gentry Estes because I, I think I understood where he was going with it. But I think that even, even if that's the angle that you're trying to work or trying to get a, a response, you know, that has more insight for either yourself or the, for the fans or whatever, that you got to know who your audience is or more specifically who your interview subject is. And in this case, uh, Mike Vrabel did not receive Gentry's question very well at all. Expand on because it sucks to lose Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have you another know? thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it uh, it fucking sucks. Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. So that's Mike Vrabel responding. And I, I asked Bert not to, to censor it because I think it's important for you guys to hear, you know, unvarnished, pissed off Mike. The question, uh, because you can't hear it, it didn't get cut off. It's just very low because we're, we're not all mic'd up for sound, obviously, the way that he is. Um, but the question was, why is it important for you to win on Sunday? Now, the question is a dumb one, okay? It's and and you know I haven't I haven't seen Gentry uh, to talk to him about it or something like that because I, if he's asking on behalf of fans, hey Mike, can you explain why it's important for you guys to win on Sunday? Then I then I get kind of where he's working. I I haven't spoken to Gentry yet. I wasn't at the press conference because the press conference was during the radio show today. But we were carrying it on live air, and of course, you know when he drops the f bomb. It sends Lucas spiraling and scattering, trying to trying to make sure that uh, you know him him saying it bleeping sucks doesn't go out over FCC airwaves. But the question, fair or foul, is it fair to ask Mike Vrabel why it's important to win on Sunday? I'm gonna, I'm going to get into this with you guys here in just a little bit. Wesley Wesley Bates says his seat seat is heating up. That's why everyone isn't safe. Well, no, his seat's not heating up. That's like. Mike Vrabel's seat has remained the same temperature the entire year. Next year, we can talk about, depending on how the results go, whether Mike Vrabel is actually, you know, on any kind of a hot seat. There is no, Mike Vrabel's going to be the head coach of the Tennessee Titans in 2024. Now, if they don't get off the mat, if they're struggling halfway through, can they make a change? All these different things, sure, but we're not there yet. And ownership has zero interest in, in firing Mike Vrabel. They don't want to trade him. They don't want to fire him. He's going to be your head coach. So any kind of hot seat talk is just from fans because organizationally, that's their coach. They're sticking with him. They have continued to stick with him through this point. I'm not going to guarantee you 100% anything in sports, but there's a 99.9999999999% chance that Mike Vrabel is your coach next year. How are you so sure, Marco uh, asked? Because I talk to people, Marco. It's my job, too. That's the whole reason that I have the streaming show. It's the whole reason I have a talk radio show. It's the whole reason I'm on the Titans radio network. It's the whole reason I talk about your godforsaken football team, because I talk to people. It's my job, too. That's how I'm so sure. Just as, the same as, like, I'm not I'm not just some asshole that sits down here in front of a, in front of a microphone in their mom's basement and rambles on about a football team with no credentials or whatsoever. Not that I need to, you know, flex my credentials on you guys from time to time, but like I'm seven years covering an NFL football team. It's literally my job to talk to people before I come in here 
and try and you know expand upon those things for you guys. I think that uh, I think that when you look at all the different things, <laughs> I think that when you look at all the different things that Mike Vrabel is up against, fans want the Titans to lose. Totally understand why fans want the Titans to lose, especially at this point. There's no benefit other than, you know, hey, you can play spoiler, but like who really cares about that? Yeah. I think that uh I think that the difference though, it's one thing to talk back and forth with fans about, yeah, it really doesn't benefit you to win. It's a much different thing to in that moment ask a head coach, why is it important for you to win on Sunday and not expect, you know, some kind of just visceral response the way that uh the way that Mike Vrabel gave you one today. I thought, you know, that that those moments are, and I know he apologized for it <laughs> afterwards, and you know he apologized for his language and all these different things um, afterwards. And and I, you know, I just I think it's okay for them to be honest, even though it really doesn't benefit them. Because what are we talking about tonight? We're talking about Mike Rabel cussing at a press conference. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, it is something though that's really really hard for I think real world people who are stuck in these. I don't want to say stuck in these jobs, but doing these jobs and stuck on a bad football team until the end of the season, until such time as whether it's personnel changes, coaching staff changes, all these different things that can be made. Mike Vrabel's never been in this position before. Uh, not as a head coach, not as a college football player, not as a, not as an NFL football player. Mike Vrabel has never been in this position before. And of course it's wearing on everybody. So fair or foul is the question. Uh, I'm going to answer that myself here in just a second, right after I remind you, that the primetime show is made possible by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Go to amandajgentry.com for your constitutional rights to be protected, to work with the best legal team out there, to inform you about your constitutional rights so that you can be adequately protected and informed wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her team practice law in 35 counties, Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties across the state of Tennessee. Go to amandajgentry.com for more information. All right. So as we as we look at the as we look at the 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 question, fair or foul to ask it of Mike Vrabel. All right. I think that a lot of you guys, um, I think that a lot of you guys are going to answer that uh I, I think a lot of you guys are gonna answer that the question is fair. And I think that's okay for you to answer that the question is fair because you're not looking at this. You may not be looking at this as the same way as the rest of us or that Mike Vrabel does or, or whatever. If you think that's it, that it's fair from your perspective, okay, um, I, I'm going to disagree. I think the question is a, is a really, really bad one. Like, I just don't think that you can, in any kind of serious way, not expect a coach or a player to not lose his shit on you when you ask him, Hey, why is it important to win when literally their entire existence revolves around winning when they hate, when they hate losing more than they hate winning. Again, I'm going to play the clip for you guys again here in just a second. But like the, the question is so entirely foul because it, it completely lacks the context of who these people are at their core and what it is that they spend hours upon hours away from their families, their friends, their loved ones, just miserable during the season, whether they're winning or they're losing, trying to avoid losing, right? They are they are 
fundamentally constructed different than you and I, unless you've played, you know, high level college athletics or, or played in, in, in professional sports or whatever the case may be, you have to be wired differently. It's not like, you know, we can sit here and tout our high school football credentials and say, I know what it is to compete in sports. I know what it is to have my hand in the dirt. No, you're, you're a bleep hole. If you think that way, (laughs) you're not, you're completely lacking context of what it is and how it is that these people have dedicated their entire lives to not losing, right? Not just to winning, but to not losing. So that he snapped, um, that he snapped today. I think it is completely fair. Justin Parsons, who asked the question, was it Jack Gentry? No, I don't think Jack's, uh, I don't think Jack's ever been credentialed for a for a Titans uh, for a Titans media event. Gentry Estes is the uh, is the columnist uh, at the uh, at, at the Tennessean. Um, what you sh- just said is pure truth, Buck says Jack Penfold. Supreme Nick says I would have snapped. It's it's completely fair that he snapped that way because again the question is so lacking in awareness to me. And again, Gentry is a friend of mine. Like I would, I would have this conversation with him uh, if he were sitting right next to me. Uh, this, and I'm sure I'll talk to him on Sunday uh, about it because that's probably the next time that I'll see Gentry is when we're all in the press box together. But again, here is the quote that set Mike Vrabel off because, of course, it's going to set Mike Vrabel off that way. Expand on because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Trey, ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it uh, it fucking you... sucks. That... Losing. Mm-hmm. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. So that's Mike Vrabel, um, you know, giving the most... Uh, the most real answer that he could possibly uh, give. Josh Sabata says it got emotion out of him, and that what makes and that makes a good question. Well, you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree because Josh is saying it's like when Buck is mad, the show is better. <laughs> it's true. I it's it's not. I'm not at my best unless one of you have pissed me off or something has pissed me off. Right? Whether I'm pissed at the Titans because they're hideous to watch, whether I'm pissed at one of you. Because you've said something that I think is ridiculous. Whether I'm pissed at, you know, what what emotional things, emotional reactions are are better for you to consume. Now, is does it make it a good question if it gets an emotional response? <sighs> maybe, uh, maybe, right? I, I think it depends. Like. If he's just going through the motions, as as sometimes he does in these press conferences, and there's a lack of emotion whatsoever, uh, Stephen King says we love emotion. Anger is funny, yeah, but it's not. It's not. I just don't think like. Even if it happens that way, I just don't think that it justifies the question, right? Even if it ends up being the best answer, it's the thing that we're talking about today, right? So. It ends up working well for me that Mike Vrabel got asked a dumb question. Um, it ends up working well for you because either you wanted to see him take a media guy's head off or you wanted to see Mike Vrabel show some fight or whatever the case is. And and by the way, it's a direct it's a direct answer because Dave says it's fair. Actually get a straight answer from Vrabel. Good question. So, you know, I mean, I, I get I get it. Um, 
I still don't think it justifies the question, even if the result. It's it's like it's it's kind of like playing Will Levis, right? Many of you guys didn't want to play Will Levis against the Texans because you didn't want him to get hurt. And what happened? We 100% got hurt, uh, and and not not just a, a reaggravation of of the existing injury, but he, he sustained a new injury. It's the the wrong opinion of wanting to shelf Levis gets to be right when Levis gets hurt even though it is 100% still the correct position to say if the rookie quarterback is healthy enough to play and to protect himself, then he needs to play to gain valuable reps and experience. I understand why the easier position is to say, no, shut him down, no, shut him down. But I'm just never going to be okay with the idea of, yeah, you know what we're going to do with the football players? We're not going to let them play football. It's just, it's a bit nonsensical. BF says, Buck, what would you have done if that happened to you today? Ah. Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know because it didn't. He's he's gone at me. There's probably one moment a year, and it's it's uh, and honestly, it's less now, right? Like, I, I'm not at I'm not at practice every day anymore because of the radio show timing and stuff like that. So it's it's not like there's as many opportunities for me to screw up and ask a dumb question and Mike were able to pop my head. The last time that that Mike really got me, I think, was after the AJ Brown trade, <laughs> the the night of the AJ Brown trade. Uh, <laughs> I, it's probably still out there somewhere. I asked him what, what, what you got to tell the guys in the locker room after you trade away AJ Brown. And he, and he just, you know, he was obviously pissed off and didn't like the question and was, you know, pushing back on me. And I, I, I thought I, I thought I kept it together pretty well. I don't, maybe I, I don't remember exactly how well or how poorly I handled it in real time. I think, I think he got me backpedaling a little bit. I don't think it was like the worst, but he definitely, he definitely, we've definitely had moments like that. He and I, over the course of six years. And it's, you know, it's usually, it's usually one, one, uh, one thing a year. Now I will say full disclosure. I did text. (laughs) I did text him today after the press conference and say, and said, thank you for dropping that F bomb because the highlight of my day was seeing Lucas, who is the executive producer of the radio show, just diving across the <laughs> across the, the production room to try and dump the uh, to try and dump the audio so that you know <laughs> Mike Rabel saying it bleeping sucks and not bleeping it didn't go out on FCC uh, FCC air. Uh, so I did enjoy that, and, and he apologized to Lucas, and I was like, no, please don't apologize to Lucas. That was the funniest thing that happened to me today. Um, uh, Titan Kong says that was that a Zoom video call. No, that was an in-person. AJ, AJ was traded, <clears throat> what was that, the 2022 draft? Is that right? Yeah, the 2022 draft. So it would have been Robinson and Vrabel post-COVID uh, in person at the facility. <laughs> yeah, that that's probably the last time that Mike that Mike kind of went at me for a went at me for a question. And and I I don't I'm sure I backpedaled. I'm I'm sure I did a little bit, but uh yeah, that is what it is. Did he text you back? Says Justin. Yeah, that's you know, it's that's what it is. Um. <clears throat> anyway, Randy says couldn't see Lucas, but I wonder if he had the same face he did when Bert dropped some non-FCC language. Yes, one hundred percent, he did. That is that is entirely correct. <laughs> he was panicked. Uh, Gabriel Pilcher says that Vrabel thread you have on Twitter is amazing, or X is amazing. Yeah, I I haven't kept up with it as well. Uh this year um, with the Vrabel faces. And there have been a lot of Vrabel faces that I could have been documenting, but 
yeah, perhaps we'll get back to that. A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by the folks at Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. Zen Sports is the place that you go for the best opportunity to make to bet on all your favorite major sports nobody has better odds boost better promo bets especially when you qualify for their vip program zensports.com slash vip is where you go to get in on all those great comps and offers zen sports uh must be 21 or up in tennessee to bet gambling problem call the tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 so um fair foul I thought the question was foul. I understand why people are going to say fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, people are asking questions. Um, Buck, serious question, says Ben Hall. Does that seem to you to show a lack of respect for the coach of the team? The question? <sighs> Gentry is not a disrespectful person, so I'm, I'm going to say no. Um, and I don't think that, Gentry's intent was to disrespect Rabel or anything like that. I I just, I don't think that there was any kind of maliciousness to the question. Just to kind of reiterate, Gentry asked him, you said there's a lot of reasons to win. Can you expand on some of those reasons? And he said, because it sucks. It effing sucks. You know, the whole thing. Um, I think that it, it is probably unintentionally disrespectful. I don't think, I, I know it was not intentionally disrespectful. His intent with that question was not to disrespect Mike Vrabel or to disrespect the football players who were out there trying to bust their ass, even if they're not good, right? It's like Dylan Radens gave me the, gave us the quote in the, in the locker room in, uh, in Houston on Sunday, you know, it's not like we're, it's not like we're not trying. Right. And, and he's right. Like they're trying. It's just, they're not good. It's just, they're just not very good. Um, BF says, I haven't laughed this much all year. Well, that's that's a terrible joke by you because it's January 2nd, and I hate those jokes. Uh, Titan Cog says, Buck, how would you have responded to that after being asked that? Just curious on your perspective. Probably the same. I think it's a stupid question. Um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous uh, that, that, <laughs> that anybody would have that cross their minds in a way, like, other than, like, us talking about, like, okay, what do they actually have to play for? And the answer is nothing. Uh, play spoiler. Okay, whatever. Nobody cares. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know that I would have, would have cussed out a reporter or not. I mean, he, he didn't cuss out a reporter. He just used a cuss word in responding to the reporter. But I, you know, I agree with him. Like they're coaching and playing for their jobs, for their livelihoods. It's like me showing up here every night. Why do I do it? Because I have a mortgage payment. Why do I do it? Because I have a car payment. Why do I do it? Because I have, you know, uh, an electric bill. And, uh, you know, I got a, I, I got, I got a cat that I got to provide for and things like that because it's my job and I'm paid to somebody asked, somebody asked me on Twitter the other day. Uh, in fact, it was Sunday. Um, and I, I want to pull up the, pull up the tweet. Cause I, you know, I, I understood the question. I just think it's a bit silly. Uh, Mike VNYC on Twitter tw- responded to my video of Derek Henry on the frustration of the same results so many times this season. And Mike responded to that video of Derrick Henry and says, why even ask these questions at at this point? As much as the players don't want to answer, doesn't the Titans media want to pack it in? No, I'm not going to pack it in. It's my job. (laughs) Like, 
I'm going to bitch about it. I think they're terrible. They're not, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do on a Sunday on New Year's Eve is watch, you know, to travel on the road for a five win football team to watch them get their asses kicked and then go in and ask them the same damn questions I've been asking them for, I mean, borderline 14 months at this point because they've only won one road game in 14 months. So it's been this experience every time I go on the road, but no, I'm not going to pack it in. This is still the greatest job in the world, even at five and 11. It would be, it's the, it's, it's not the same in 11 and 5 as it is 5 and 11, but I've done 11 and 5. I've done 12 and 4. I've done playoff runs. Like, it's not going to be that every year. It's unrealistic. So, I, you know, am I going to pack it in just because they stink? No, that's my job. If I, if I did, each and every one of you should be able to say, well, you don't deserve to do this job anymore if you're willing to pack it in uh, at 5 and 11. I just, I just don't, I just, I, I don't. I, I, it was not a, the, again, the question was not disrespectful intentionally, but I, I took it a bit disrespectfully because I'm like, no, what do you, what do you mean? I, I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't turn the, I don't turn on the red zone. I'm watching every snap over and over and over again. I rewatched that damn game today because I was going to do three hours of radio on it and an hour or, you know, it's going to be maybe a 30 to 45 minute streaming show tonight on it because that's my job. That's how it goes. Uh, Nate's burner says, if we have to suffer, you have to suffer. Those are the rules. I, but it's not like, I know, you know, I know I make a lot of jokes and, and stuff like that, but like, it's not a suffering for me. It really is not. It's, it, it does not affect me the way that it does a fan because the results, you know, the results don't matter to me. The only result that I care about is the result that's best for the show and best for the audience because that's my job, right? That that's we don't we don't have to get down this we don't have to get down this rabbit hole again. Uh, so, Buck, conversely, how would it be interesting to cover a winning team like the Ravens? Like, you, wouldn't you also say no? It's it's true, Brandon. It's a great point by you. I I would rather cover ten and seven or nine and seven than I would uh, nine and seven. Well, I guess it's nine and eight now. Nine and eight or ten and seven. With a, with a playoff appearance because it means that they've had some drama. It means that they've had some adversity. It means that it hasn't all been perfect and there's something actually to talk about. If you're covered, like, you know, you probably get bored. Look at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is losing their minds. That's an 11-win football team. The media is on their asses because it's the first time that they've had anything to kind of like sink their teeth into in quite some time. The fans are losing their minds um, and, uh, and, and looking around. And now there's controversy around it. Nick Sirianni, uh, uh, who went to the Super Bowl last year, has is asking is being asked questions about his future in Philadelphia. Think about that; it's crazy. So, um, it is more interesting. Like the nine and seven AFC Championship run was the mo- was the best possible result for me. Best possible result. They benched a quarterback. They looked like they were dead in the water. They had a miraculous comeback. A lot of those games were close, and they ended up making a deep, a deep playoff run out of it, right? So that that's my ideal season, you know, selfishly. It doesn't always go that way. And if you're covering winning football, well, then it's incumbent upon you to be more creative, right? When they're losing, you got to figure out a way to talk about them. When they're winning, you got to figure out a way to talk about them. And if they're somewhere in between, well, then you got more things to talk about. And that's kind of that's uh, that's kind of how it goes. Um, <laughs> people are saying that AJ refused to speak to the Philly media after the last loss. Oh God. Well, that's a different, that's a different matter entirely. Anyway, let's keep it moving uh, on the primetime show. Uh, just quickly, because I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. 
But Mike Vrabel said that if Will Levis can't play, that uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starter. So that means that Malik Willis has no chance, really, unless Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, if he has to play, um, to, to get an opportunity here. So how much longer is Malik Willis going to be on the Titans roster is the question that I want to ask you. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch will get into it together right after I remind you that the primetime program is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, no workout ever recycled or repeated. They will put you in position to succeed with the best programs possible. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free. Whether it's the group fitness classes, whether it's the personal training that I go for on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or to just sign up for a membership and have access to their great facility in the Gulch in downtown Nashville. TrueMapFitness.com for more information. So, how much longer is Malik Willis on the roster? Um, this was, uh, I'll pull up the transcript so I can read Vrabel's exact quote uh, about the quarterback situation. Um, if uh, So, his, he's saying that they don't know if, uh, if Levis is going to be available evaluating him right now. Don't know if he's going to practice uh, tomorrow because that'll be their first day of practice of the week. Uh, he's asked uh, on if there will be any consideration of playing Malik Willis at quarterback if Will Levis can't go this week. And he's, his response is Ryan Tannehill would play if Will Levis can't go. Ryan would be the quarterback. So um, there's there's no consideration being given to Malik right now. I understand because they're trying to win a football game and Malik does not give you the best chance to win a football game, even as you under, even as Titans fans don't want them to win a football game on Sunday. I, I don't know how it's going to go for Malik the rest of his career, but that there was no real opportunity or no real scenario where they were going to put him in, in one of these games makes me think that I would be real surprised if he's on the roster next year. Now, I think he'll be here through training camp. I think he'll be here through the final cut. Um, I know they'll bring in a veteran uh, backup quarterback to, to work behind Will Levis because they need to look to upgrade the backup quarterback position. If you can't trust Malik at this point, I don't know how much better he's going to be. He'll have that opportunity to improve and, and to uh, potentially prove us and, and his coaching staff and everybody else wrong about what he is. But in reality, he's not, as, as Yusuf says on, on YouTube, in reality, he's not even a good backup. It's true. He got benched as a backup. Josh Dobbs. That's the whole reason that Josh Dobbs played the last two games against the Cowboys and the Jags with a playoff, with an AFC South title on the line, uh, Josh Dobbs. So what it says to me is that Malik is probably done after training camp unless he makes substantial strides. He made decent strides this past year. It's not beyond the pale to think that he could do it again and continue to better himself uh, at his craft. And it doesn't mean that he's not going to have you know, an opportunity somewhere else to compete for a backup quarterback job. But he's he's only competing for a backup quarterback job, no matter where he goes right now. That in a league where a lot of court, Joe Flacco at 38 years old was not on a football team seven weeks ago and now is, is already secured and clinched a playoff spot. In a, in a league where the Browns have started four quarterbacks this season, including Flacco, one of the first team in history to start four different quarterbacks and make the postseason, Quarterbacks have never been more important. So, you know, I'm sure somebody's going to give Malik an opportunity to compete in some form or fashion. But, uh, you know, I think I think here it's it's pretty much done. Um, and and that, you know, I think it's unfortunate for him. I don't think it's a great situation 
Uh, well, I know it's not a great situation that he's been dropped into the middle of, but it's uh, it's just hard for me to see it working um, right now in the league. Uh, Buck is Levis the quarterback next year? Says Ben Hall. Yeah, I'm. You know, I think I think he's good enough to build around. So I would I would go in under the under the auspices of and again he's not he's not perfect by any uh any stretch of the imagination um but yeah he's good enough to build build around and to try and make these improvements moving forward uh charlie and declan says i don't know who it is that i'm talking to charlie or declan but says uh what has malik shown in two years that seriously tells you he's an nfl quarterback come on man what's he shown anybody well he's shown that he doesn't he doesn't look like he belongs out there right if you're a Vols fan, you watch Nico go in and beat Iowa 35 to nothing yesterday. Nico Iamaliava looks like he belongs as a high, high major college football quarterback. Will Levis, when he came in, whether it's the Atlanta game, the Pittsburgh game, or everything that's happened since then, Will Levis looks like he belongs, right? There's been no question about that. Um, and that's only been ratified the more that you see him play. Malik is the opposite. Malik is Malik is uh in a situation where he makes a bad team worse. And, uh, and that's not, you know, it's tough for them to get any worse than they are right now, but he just, he can't help them. Um, he can't help them in a meaningful way. Anyway. Uh, so let's wrap things up with a gone viral video on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What's the best thing you saw on the internet this weekend? We will get to it in a second, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress, get the Intel edge. You need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. Um, so, the best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend was not what I'm getting ready to show you. It's a product of what uh, it's a product of what was the best thing that happened this weekend. The college football playoff semifinals were great, and Washington and Texas last night, as the nightcap, was the best of the two. Um, what happened afterwards, after Texas loses in dramatic fashion, with an opportunity to come back after Michael Penix plays. The game of his life is a really, really bad interaction between a Texas fan who is just, well, I'll explain to you how I feel about this Texas fan after we watch this video together. This is this week's Gone Viral clip. Remember me, mother bleeper, remember me, is what that sad-ass, pathetic, loser Texas fan is sitting there screaming at a bunch of college kids. Like, what, what, how small must your penis be to think that you are going to sit there and harass a college football player like it's some kind of victory? Remember me, remember me, yeah, yeah, remember me in front of your kids like you're some kind of shining beacon of light of of uh, to be held to any kind of a standard. That dude has truck nuts on his car. He's got, you know, he's probably dealing with a micro situation down low. That man is the most embarrassing example of what it is to be a sports fan. That is the lowest common denominator. That is the kind of behavior that is never going to be acceptable. That person should never be allowed to attend a college football game again if he thinks that he's a big, tough man, big, tough Texas fan, 
because he's out here screaming, remember me, mother bleeper, after his team just took an L. Idiot. Just an idiot. I, just, I, I could not. I could not have a lower opinion of a human being than that particular person arguing back and forth with a bunch of college football players just because his team lost. What a joke. Anyway. <laughs> You're right. The show is better when I'm pissed. That's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. It's good to be back. It's good to be back here in 2024. I always enjoy spending uh, my evenings with you guys Sunday through Thursday night. I know it's a shorter week, so there will only be three Primetime Shows this week. Uh, we will have a 615 Sessions podcast. We'll get that up and rolling. Tomorrow we'll do the install with Greg Cosell of NFL Films and enjoy that together. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I will talk to you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. See you guys. Expand on Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it uh, it fucking sucks. <laughs>